Hello and welcome to Tournament in a Tea Break on day six of Rolly G. Bonsoir. Um, and uh, we'll, well, it's, I think it's getting to the nice meaty end of things. Oh my goodness. Mesdames et messieurs, we are at Roland Garros. If you want to know what's happening, the, the Porte du Stade is closing in 10 minutes. <laughs> I think it adds a nice touch to the show. It does. Okay, so we've got 10 minutes and hopefully they won't play this every minute all the way down. Um, so today, did we have any upsets? Well, let's start with um, Garbina Muguruza and Elena Svitolina. I think in any other given year, Svitolina would have been a nailed-on favourite and this would have been a shocker. But given the fact that she's struggled with this knee injury, she pretty much didn't play for the whole of April. Is this as much of a shock, seeing as we've seen how Garbina's played since the start of the tournament? A Discuss. 19 seed defeating a nine seed. You can start there, but we know the seeds don't really matter. One thing I noticed about the head-to-head -head between Muguruza and Svitolina is that Svitolina actually had a five-to-one edge. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. so you would think that um, she was going to be able to kind of get it done in this match. I, I thought Garbina was going to win, though. I get this Roland Garros feeling from Garbina Muguruza. 27 and 5, lifetime here. We can, every new round, That's... it's just like Rafa's stat, 89 and 2. Yeah, now. it's pretty impressive. I mean, she well, was in great form. She she was very focused from the off. Um, I felt that Svitolina was maybe a little bit, took her time a little bit to get going. Uh, and then by the time she actually started to hit a lot harder and lift her game, um, you know, it looked like she was going to steal a march and, and Muguruza just lifted her level just that bit more um, and, and delivered the goods. So um, I am still fancying Muguruza to do some damage in the second week. Um, it's a shame for Svitolina. I think I still stand by my fact that this is probably the first slam she will get. Yeah, I But think I think so. she's going to have to wait another 12 months and be healthy before she gets that. Yeah, the timing is not quite right for her. She, I, don't, I think she's a tick below 100%. Not sure what the actual number is, but... Movement's everything for her, yeah. and if it's not quite right, we, we saw the, the kinesio tape on her knee. I mean, this is a lot better than she's been able to put together in the build-up, um, yeah. and she hasn't done badly on grass, so I'll be interested to see how she copes with the grass, because that can be a bit do or die after a clay court season, so, um, so we'll see. But she is a metronomically consistent player, and I think once she feels that she can put her trust in that knee... She'll be she'll be back on the way up. Yeah, I think she's going to be a perennial top tenner, really. But as far as winning that slam, she'll have to have everything working in her favor, and that includes fitness. Yeah, I mean, one while this match was going on, there were oohs and ahs going around the media center at Elise Mertens and Anastasia Sevastova. Oh. That was that had it all. I mean, Mertens had five match points. Sevastova staved them all and then served out to love, just needing the one match point to, to, to take it. I am, tell, tell me your thoughts on that match. My goodness, I got lucky because I had a random moment and I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to climb out of this press room and find some tennis to see. And that was the match I ducked in on. You climbed out. I mean, most people just use the stairs, do. Oh, well, I went out through the window and there was a little, uh, along, I climbed along these vines and I got up to the ground level. Okay, That's I not it? It's not normal? I just ah. use the stairs, mate. But anyway, anyhow, you let, do you. Let me get to the story. This match was captivating from the minute I stepped in the court. Um, 
Sevastova was using her forehand brilliantly. Mertens was defending so well. The points were creative. You saw a lot of drop shots dipping in. You saw Mertens several times lose her footing in that set. Then she quickly got the match points, and I'm thinking, this is over. And I, I, I really thought it was going to go to Mertens because she's kind of the more steady mm. mentally. Oh, but, <laughs> oh, my gosh, the first match point was so courageous for Sevastova. And I thought that that would not be able to be topped. And lo and behold, I think it was nine... 10-9 or 9-8 when she hit the backhand down the line. The fifth match point save was a brilliant mm, backhand. They, Look it up if you were, haven't seen it. Those rallies were unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but that's when I get that's when I get the biggest buzz when I'm in a, a media center watching, you know, when there's lots of matches going on and you can't obviously be in one place, two places at the same time. But when you have everybody as a whole ooing and ahhing within the center at this one match and you know that everybody's watching the same thing as you are, that's yeah. that's that's when I think yeah you know this what we do is special. Funny story, and, and you know what's funny about that match is that everybody was in Longland. Probably half of the crowd was there waiting to see Roger Federer, who was making his only appearance this season on Longland. And and lo and behold, they got an extra hour of women's tennis, so they got to see the real stuff because this was the <laughs> match that was exciting. Federer and Rude was fine. Roger, you know, cruised through it, but. This. But that no, that's a bit unfair. I mean, that that tie break was was good. Oh, third set break, yeah. Root yeah. But yes, he did cruise it. <laughs> uh, Sevastova and and Mertens was the match of the day. I, yeah. I think clearly, right? Uh yes, I think so. In terms of just sheer entertainment value, absolutely. And it is the longest match on the on the, of the tournament on the women's side at three eighteen. And Sevastova thinks she's pretty sure it's the longest match ever, but she said in press, I don't know, you have to look it up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody look that up, please, awesome. and find out if that's awesome. her longest match ever. Awesome. So what else caught your eye? Lots of stuff. I mean, King of Clay was pretty good today. He had a brilliant two opening two sets against David Goffin. It was it was just sparkling. It was dazzling. It was uh, one service point dropped in the first set. I mean, Rafa came out malicious, and he took care of business, and he set the tone. And lo and behold, Goffin came back in the third and made made a match yeah. out of it. He played brilliantly. Seventeen winners against four unforced in that third set. So. That was fun to watch, and Nadal recovered and took care of business. But it was nice to see him tested a bit. Yeah, I think I think um, I think in the grand scheme of things, I think this was this was his first test, and you know, good on House of Goffindor for getting a set and everything. Yeah, no, he played brilliantly. I think this maybe bodes well for him getting back up in the top mm, twenty, top yeah. ten type of area. Um, and what else? Sloan Stevens. Yeah, nice. now that was an interesting one. I looked at her face at one point in the third set and said, she looks like she's suffering. She had this look of pain. I think it was the heat. I think it was the fact that she failed to convert a couple match points in the second set against Polona Herzog. Tough match, but she gutted it out. And now we get Sloan Stevens, Muguruza, round of 16. Wow. What a time to be alive. I, well, I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, her, let's, let's not be uh, unfair here. Herzog is a really good clay quarter. It, the last few years, things haven't really gone away. She hasn't really had the results. Um, but Sloane has always had the measure of her. So I wonder whether that pain was like, ugh, why am I not in the locker room already? Um, but I think it's good. It's like, so far, Sloane has been super impressive. Her movement has been good. You know, she wants to um, address what happened last year for sure. Mm. Um, but I think it's good that she's been tested a little bit. I think it's not good on the flip side that Herzog is now 1-24 and 24 against the top 10. Yeah, that's tough. That's pretty tough. She's too tough. good of a player. Too, too much variety and talent in that game. But she needs that consistency, though. The, the, the problem is, 
you know, you have these players that are very good on one surface and they can't translate that consistency across. She's almost like the anti-Svitolina, if you will. So Svitolina is consistent across pretty much everything, but you know that she could be great on clay, um, but she hasn't quite managed to get that. And mm-hmm. Herzog is the other way around. She's okay at kind of everything and just hasn't been able to get those those wins. Yeah. It's, you know, it's frustrating and it's a shame, but but I think good on her for giving Stevens a bit of a, a, a bit of a reality check. Yeah, third set was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, on uh, talking of like people who are good on clay and maybe mis, um, misrepresented, Karolina Pliskova lost out to Petra Martic quite easy, more easily than I would have thought. I know that you called this yesterday, but I think it was more, more easy than I thought it would be. Hmm. Um, I think Pliskova was far too passive in the first set. Um, very, very careful with her placement, you know, really just making sure that she was getting the ball in, uh, you know, almost guiding or pushing it. In the second set, she allowed herself to be a little bit more free, take a little bit more risks. But by that point, it was just too little too late. Yeah. Unfortunate. I mean, kind of a wide open draw. We're seeing seeds fall. Burton's was out. Yeah. it was out. It's this is a real nice chance for somebody to win this one. You'd think it'd be one of the top five seeds. Uh, it's a tough loss, uh, but Petra Martic is one heck of a clay quarter, and this mm. is now her third time making the second week here at Roland Garros. So, hats off to her. But yeah, a missed opportunity for Petra. She's not going to get that many more. I mean, no. No, I still think that Petra's first, uh, Petra, um, well, yeah, so it's Petra's opportunities. It's a shame she's not in that quarter where it's, it's complete carnage because you would have then fancied her to come out of that. You would have fancied Petra Martic? Yeah. Mm. I, sh- I want to backtrack and say, Pliskova might get plenty more chances to win a Grand Slam, yeah. but, but this just felt like a good one. She's playing so well, coming off a big title. So how many minutes do we think? Sank minutes? Oh, hello. By the way, we're at Roland Garros right now. Stadium gates are closing to the public. Okay. Basically, get out now. Yeah, everybody um, needs to leave. <laughs> so, Goodbye. Uh, au revoir. Okay, so what's next on your list of doom, Captain Chris? Uh, there's not really sure. I mean, we can backtrack. We didn't really touch on Federer. I mean, Federer and Kasper Ruud, it was, it was a nice little match. It was nice to see the Norwegian Kasper Ruud. I think my favorite part of that match, because I was out on Suzanne Longwin, there were two Norwegian fans rooting for Casper Ruud. Oh, with optimists. <laughs> yeah, I saw them. I saw them. Um, they had this beautiful chant going. I can't, I, it, was, it was real catchy, too. And I'm not sure how often they sang because I left after the first set and went and watched it in the media center. But um, it was cool to see it. It was cool to have a Norwegian in the third round of Roland Garros. He yeah. played really well. Casper Ruud has one heck of a forehand. He's mm. a strong young player. He's a strong boy. He's going to be a good boy. player on clay down the road. Yeah, I think so. And Federer, I think, is uh, also pretty good at tennis. I've heard, I've heard so. <laughs> I've heard so. So tomorrow we have um, the rest of the third round. I am very keen to see how Halep goes. She's been tested twice. I spoke to um, Vlad, one of my... Uh, uh, Romanian uh, colleagues, mm-hmm. uh, and he was saying, you know, she's very nervous. She's she's quite nervy. It's 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 quite a, a roller coaster every time she takes to the court because I think deep down she wants to make this back to back, and I think deep down she's kind of that's kind of playing with her mind a little bit. Um, she has Lesia Serenko, twenty um, seventh seed. So this ought to be a breeze for her, um, but. 
I don't know. I think if nerves play a factor, Serenko will steal a set. How do you see that matchup? I, s- I think it will be three. I think I think yeah. Halep, Halep has to suffer. She she's one of these players. She's she reminds me so much of Andy Murray. It it hurts. She she has to suffer. She has to suffer for her art. Otherwise, she doesn't feel like she's achieved <laughs> anything. Right. Um, which is fine. But we all have to suffer with her, which is tedious. So yeah, um, I think that I think this is going to be this could potentially be a battle. I think she needs a quick win. But I'm not sure that she's going to get it. No, Leslie's going to keep the ball in play and, and work the rallies. And I think Simone is not going to be one to put her away quickly and earlier. She's not going to be super aggressive. It's not really in her nature. So I, I see a bit of a grinding match here. And mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, and there's no reason why it shouldn't or couldn't go three. So it should be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm, Simone does look good. I feel like she she's probably one of my top three favorites right now. And as I mentioned yesterday, I've got no, Naomi Osaka up there. She's okay. been performing well. Novak Djokovic is next up on Chatrier, uh, facing the Italian qualifier by the name of Caruso, who nobody knows anything about. Maybe we'll find something out about him tomorrow. But, but, but at the end of the day, consider this. He's been good enough to get into the third round of Grand Slam. Salvatore Caruso. Yeah. So, you know, it's let's, let's not dismiss him no, quite just yet. Not at all. That being said, I think Djokovic will send him to the oh, woodshed. for sure. He's uh, he's 147 in the world, so good on him. He's earning a nice, a nice, a pretty penny here at Roland Garros. Um, Antoine Wong and Gaël Monfils up third on Chatrier, and then Serena Williams and Sophia Kennan, the final match of the day, which could be a good one if Serena's not at her best. If Serena's at her best, it'll, it'll be good, but I think Serena will take it easily. Yeah, I think if Serena takes to the court, um, she will hand Kennan a free lesson. Um, a valuable lesson, too. I think so. If she takes to the court, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, à la Langlain, s'il vous plaît. Fonini and Batista Agu will start us off. But mm, and again, that could go any. That could go either direction. Who knows, right? That's actually the, the more I think about it, quite an interesting matchup. Stylistically, two very different players. Yeah. I think Fonini will 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 probably confound Batista Agu quite a bit in this match. And if he's f- executing, he just might be able to confound him so much that it'll drive him crazy, and Batista mm. Agu will quit on the spot and leave leave the country. <laughs> no, nah, maybe not. All right, Osaka. That's quite a reach. <laughs> Osaka and Sinyaku up after that. That's one I really want to see. Just because Sinny I, with the good hair. Sinny with the good hair, but Naomi is just a player I just can't get enough of these days, and I want to see how she responds you know, to these I, challenges. I, I think I think Naomi is going to have a good match here, and I don't think she's going to be tested and have to do all that drama at all. I think she's going to sail through this one. I think so. I think in straights, maybe four and four, or something like that. Yeah. Dominic Team, Pablo Cuevas, oh, hard hitting battle of one hand. Taking the scenic route around Roland Garros, he really does. It's getting to be quite. A chore. Yeah, some of that might depend on Cuevas, who's a real strong clay well, quarter. Well, don't forget, Cuevas didn't actually finish his match. He was two sets in and two one up, so he has he's he's a little bit more rested than Team, who's been going for a little bit of a wander around the grounds. Very good point. And the last match is on Longlin is Andrea Petkovic and, and Ash Barty. Oh, Should be a cool one. Oh, that's going to be amazing. I mean, clay isn't really Barty's. Body's thing, Petkovic. She has been good on it, but but, but Petko, yeah, Petko there's something just, really positive going on with her. Just do that. Um, okay, and we're on the 
Simon Mathieu. Simon Mathieu, uh, Lajevic, and Zverev. I believe they played last year, went five sets. That was, I think, the first of Zverev's three consecutive five-set uh. wins, or the second, I'm not sure. But the, it could be an interesting match. Let's see if Zverev can take care of business. He's been okay here so far. He won in straight sets in his last round. Yeah, which, which makes up for his five-set nonsense in his first round. Mm-hmm. Um, Keys has been looking good as well, I think. But Blinkova was impressive as well yep. in her win. So... I mean, she really demolished Garcia. And Keys had to come back and play a set today from a match that was held over on yes, she day did. five. So we'll see. I, I think she's looking pretty good to win this one, but uh, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But uh, Juan Martin Del Potro's back after that five-set win over Yoshihiro Nishioka, and he'll face Jordan Thompson. Pretty winnable match for the Tower of Tandil, I would say. Yeah, if provided that all his limbs are, are working. And then we've got a couple matches to complete. Stefano Tsitsipas left us tonight up two sets on Filip Krajinovic and 5-5 in the third. That'll complete on Chatrier. And we'll also get... Dimitrov a, and um, Vavrinka. Yes, and that was a very close match out yeah. on the bull ring. Two tie breaks. Pretty much dead to... even. One break a peach. Yeah, two yeah. tie breaks, and Stan takes them both. 7-5, 7-4 in the breakers. He's up two sets to love, so Grigor has his hands full tomorrow. Grigor is a spicy mood. Some guy yelled out, come on, baby Fedro, and he just, like, backed, smacked his heels together and was just like, kind of, do I look like a baby to you? Beautiful. Yeah. On that note, um, it's going to be a busy day. We are, we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can sign up for our newsletter. There will be an interesting prize coming up, so do mm. sign up. Um, Lovely. Or you can come accost us on the grounds. Yes, if you're here, do tell us if you're here, and we'll come out and we'll, uh, we'll wave at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, we bid you a bonne nuit. Bonne nuit. Au revoir. Au revoir.